Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Amanda. And you are listening to the Sam and Amanda Show podcast, where we love, laugh, and learn together. Thanks for listening in. Enjoy the show. Welcome, welcome to the Sam and Amanda Show. I'm Amanda. I'm Sam. And we're so glad that you are joining us today on the podcast. As always, you can contact us uh, by our email, the Sam and Amanda Show at gmail.com, um, by uh, watching our Facebook, uh, the Sam and Amanda Show. We've got videos and we ask daily questions and um, all that. It's just kind of fun. Uh, to see what we're doing or see what we look like or how we would answer various questions. And also other fans, other people that are just like you listening and watching. How do they answer? A um, bunch of weirdos. <laughs> um, but today we're um, those that we love, you know, we very, love very much. dearly, dearly. Um, so today we're going to be talking about Holy Week or holiness. And we really wanted to do this earlier, but we were really just enjoying our families um, the last two weeks on Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday. So here we are on a Monday. Um, looking forward to talking about this just for a little bit today. Um, fun fact about me. Go ahead. And we don't new, normally do fun facts on the podcast per se for these little bonus things. But fun fact, I learned about the ash that is used for Ash Wednesday when I was serving at my first Lenten service in the Army. Do you know what the ash is that they put on the foreheads? No, uh, uh, no. Okay. So that what I learned, cause I'm like, I'm going to ask questions. If I don't know, hopefully they won't think they will. But anyway, so I asked. <laughs> so the ash is usually the palm leaves that were used in the previous year's Palm Sunday service. So they save those, they dry them out, they burn them, collect the ash. And that's the ash that they use to, to cross the forehead, to set yourself aside during this Lenten season for the Lord. And um, that's typically five or six weeks before Easter. And um, I found that interesting because I thought, well, what if you're in a place that doesn't have palm trees? Or what if you're in a place that just doesn't do that sort of practice? Can you use any ash? I'm a little skeptical that they really save the palm leaves for a whole year. Well, no, they save them. Let's just say they let them dry out for a couple of weeks. And then the either the priest, the bishop, the pastor, the chaplain is in charge of, because they have been consecrated in a way, if you're going to use specific palm leaves for your Palm Sunday service, then you would keep those because then they have been set aside. They've been consecrated in a way. You burn them, collect the ash, and now it's in a a container so you, that you keep save. the ashes for the year yep you save them for a whole year you pull them out on lent or at the lenten service on wednesday and so i said well what if you don't have those things and chaplain that i was working with said don't you worry there's a place where you can order it online <laughs> i was like are you serious he was not kidding because especially in the army if the previous chaplain didn't practice the way that you practice sure. the same beliefs or there was a shortage of palm fronds oh, that year or he may have got transferred and taken his ashes with exactly. him oh I'm, and i bet that they do because it's is it wrong for me to be a little bit skeptical that they saved ashes for a whole year no but i mean i know people put uncle tom on the mantle for forever yes but, but and and then what do you do with the ashes that are left over because you never use all the ash well what if you did? I didn't ask what they do with the with the leftovers. I don't know how they can discard it. I'm suspicious. Well, I 
found that interesting. And so I wanted to share that. If you did not know, because just in your life and your religious routine, you've never done a Lenten service or you've never uh, even looked it up because you just weren't that curious. I did the work for you. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I just found it interesting. And I, I, I thought that I should tell people. So there you go. There's your nugget. And see, when you listen, you learn. Exactly. Love, laugh, learn. That's what we're all there about. You do you have a fun fact? I do have a fun fact. Okay. Easter related. I enjoy Easter egg hunts. Really? I do. Yeah. Now, I don't usually go out and actually hunt for the eggs, but I enjoy hiding them, and I enjoy particularly younger kids. We were with a family yesterday, had three little girls, and they got to go out and do the, okay. the hunt. Mm -hmm. and it's just fun to watch them, the excitement. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get into it being pagan or anything. Sure. In fact, I don't really recall where it came from. I have a, an idea. Uh, oh, yesterday it was very hot where we were, and they had put chocolate in oh, the Oh, that's eggs. the wrong answer. So yeah. the hunt had to go very quickly. Well, yeah, in some place, in Michigan, it was snowing. I know that much. Oh, so my goodness. Easter egg hunts were inside a building. Yeah. Well, it'd be easy to spot them in the snow yeah, if they I know. were on top. If the, yeah, if they are on, yeah. Well, yeah. that's funny. Um, one of the last Easter egg hunts that I let my child do was in a graveyard now that's kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> this church had a great had a cemetery right next door it was their church cemetery where their you know charter members were buried they let the kids they, run through the cemetery i felt so awkward like l l walk around it i mean you just but he was i think he was four-ish and i thought this will be the last time <laughs> We don't need to do this again. <laughs> now, in our previous church, we had a big weekday preschool, mm -hmm. and we did a big Easter egg hunt. But those kids, you know, some of them were old enough. Yeah. They would go running across the field. Yeah. And we would separate the ages, but still, collisions. Yep. And, and hundreds of eggs, thousands of eggs, and it's over in 30 seconds. Right. I don't understand. Where's no the joy. hunt? There's no hunting involved. Right, right. Yeah. But yesterday, for example, small little group, yeah. three girls, and the joy, and of course, they weren't running, they were looking and searching. Yeah. That was fun. I enjoyed that. That's cool. Second fun fact about me. Yes. Okay. So I like to wear purple or red on Palm Sunday and white on Easter. Now, why in the world would I do that? It was very traditional. Yes. Very traditional that the church um, uh, would have those colors placed on the altar or hanging in banners or whatever. Um, or as we did, draping the cross. Yes, draping the cross. Even here. So you probably didn't pay attention, which is forgivable. Um, I wore a dark, it was almost blue, but it was deep purple on Palm Sunday with some flowers on it. And then yesterday I wore a mostly creamish, White. light, light color yeah. dress. Yeah. Yep. So this is something I think is fun to do. You know, I'd, I can't remember when I wore Palm Sunday, but most years I wear purple mm -hmm. on Palm Sunday, a purple shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Not like somebody we saw yesterday. Yeah, you know, the jacket, yeah. But, um, but I wear a purple shirt, the tie and all that go with it. Uh -huh. Yesterday, most of the time I would have had a white shirt on Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, it was slightly off-white. It was pink. Well, it was it was slightly off white, and I couldn't tell. But did you have flowers or bunny rabbits on your tie? They were not bunny rabbits on my tie. Oh, okay. No, it was kind of like a palm branch. 
Okay. Well, from, and I, I thought my husband had leaned over and said, does he have bunny rabbits on? Cause like the uh, Energizer bunny kind sure. of from where we were at and not even squinting. Cause I was like, maybe. And I kept like, can you see that? And I'm like, no, but I saw you up close and I would have seen distinctly if they were bunnies I saw you or not. squinting. I thought you were having a headache or oh, something. Yes. I was enduring a headache. No, but yeah, that's what we, if you saw us looking at intent, no, intently looking, it was trying to see if you had bunny rabbits. And I thought time. you were paying attention. I, I was, but don't ask me what you talked about. It wasn't bunny rabbits, and they were not on my tie. Okay, well, that's you wore pink yesterday, not not a, a slightly little off white. white. A little <laughs> yeah, off white. Right. Um, so yes, very cool fun facts, mostly about Easter holiness. Um, when when you think of holiness, is there anything that initially comes to your mind? Now you've been a pastor for a long time. You've been kind of around church. Yeah, it's always disappointment. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. really. Yeah. Because I think God's holy and he tells sure, me to be yeah. holy. And we all know that we're not. Mm -hmm. And so I always have a sense of regret or kind of a an awareness of how far short mm. of being holy I fall. So when the Bible, like you mentioned, tells us to be holy for I am holy, what does... What is the goal then, knowing that we can't be or that we aren't in and of ourselves? What what does that mean? What do we do? Well, if God gives us a command, there's got to be a way to meet it. Right. He, he wouldn't tell us to do something we could not do. Right. And so we have to grapple with that. I'm not holy. I can't be holy. What do I do? Well, God provides the answer. and That's mm -hmm. what Jesus is about. Yeah. Jesus paid the sacrifice so that we could be declared righteous or declared holy from god's sight and so my initial reaction is always oh man there's a standard i can't meet mm -hmm. but then there's a joy in knowing i don't have to yeah okay you know in christ no that makes sense um pronounced holy one of the songs that there's a song about that was in christ alone by the stanfield um guy and passion so they made this beautiful song and it talks about through christ alone we can meet god's standard um and sorry i had something in my eye um holiness being that standard we cannot keep because god requires if you are going to be in his presence you have to be holy and it's perfection so, to the perfect degree i've never thought of this it just came to my mind when god made adam and eve and he put him in the garden were they holy that's a great question I, I nobody's ever used that word to describe well i mean mm -hmm. somebody has somewhere sure. sure but um you don't normally use that word to describe them but i would think in their pre-sense state mm -hmm. they may have been but ha i mean must have it sure. wasn't until sin was introduced that they became unholy or tainted or unworthy right. whatever okay but that, but just hope yes uh, my question was, can holiness only exist once you've been pronounced holy? Mm. But God is holy and nobody pronounced him holy. Yeah. So it can exist on its own. So, yeah, they would have okay. had to have been holy. Interesting. Okay. Before the sin. Um, something I, I was reminded of in this last Palm Sunday, um, when we say... Aside from holiness, now I'm going to talk about Hosanna. Okay. 
because I have it on my notes. <laughs> um, Hosanna means save us or save me. And Jesus means Yahweh is salvation, right? Okay. Or God is my salvation. Yeah. Yeah. So it says, save me, God, you're my salvation. So when they're saying uh, Hosanna, Yeshua, I mean, they're literally saying you are what you are, you are that you are, and you're going to be able to accomplish what I'm asking you. I just, I was reminded of that. And sometimes in our English, a lot of times in the English, we just really lose the meaning. What is a way to not lose meaning in that? Because like with holiness, like when you, when we're talking about that, it's so hard to grasp even how do you properly connect the dots in that way, I guess. Well, I mean, it takes discipline and nobody's going to like the answer. To me, the answer is you have to have resources yeah. that give you that information. Sure. Okay. You know, it may be a podcast where a guy or a lady really goes into depth mm -hmm. and some of the meanings of the words yeah. or, or even some of the books that we have on our shelves here. Mm -hmm. You know, those books give you that information. Yeah. Or I'm sure you can Google it now. Yeah, right. I mean, I definitely had to use Google a few times. Um, but, but you've got to be able to put yeah. in a little bit of effort and yeah. you get those great treasures. So I'm not saying this, that the Bible as a resource alone isn't enough. But what I would say is, or ask, the Bible gives you information but it's but not that the Bible isn't good enough alone on its on its own and by itself. But you do need to know what the words mean. Like even if you were just new to English, you need a dictionary to know what the words mean, right? Well, I mean, so, you obviously got to be able to understand the word you're reading. Yes, but you don't necessarily have to know what what Hosanna means. Right? Yeah. No, that doesn't necessarily change a theology. But to know that Hosanna isn't just hallelujah. Right. To know that there is a difference. It certainly to adds yes. to your knowledge and your appreciation. Absolutely. Yeah. But I guess it's, it's like math. Yeah. <laughs> See how I work math yeah. and everything? Um, one of us happens to like math and the other one does no, not. not. <laughs> but math, you can, you know, very basic math mm -hmm. and then a little more complicated. Yeah. And it builds. But. The very most complicated math still includes the very basic principles you learned in first grade. Mm -hmm. And the same to me with the Bible. Yeah. You never outgrow the basics. Yeah. You can add two and have a deeper, more meaningful understanding. But you're just getting the more complicated parts. Mm -hmm. But it never changes the, the truth that you learned at the very beginning. Right. And so, yes. Oh, you, you don't really need more than the Bible. Mm -hmm. But the more you do gain or learn the more appreciation, the more understanding you have. Yeah. Um, I have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Is it a good one? You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> My expectations are high. The Holy Land isn't fake. It's not a fake place. Okay. It's real. It's Israel. It's real. It's real. It's real. Okay. Do you have another one? <laughs> no, that was, oh, I do, I do. I have a joke about, um, yep, my, one of my favorite things. Which pastry is the most religious? Oh, heavens, I do not know. The donut. 
its holiness cannot be denied. <laughs> it's holy without even being asked. Uh, so eat all you want. Yes. <laughs> yes. They they have been holiness approved. Uh, funny. Well, that would make the donut whole, completely holy. Yeah. Okay. Right. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, no, well. too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's um, let's leave the comedy to the experts. Yeah. Um, is there? A, I'm curious. Do you always preach a resurrection or a Palm Sunday message on those respective days? Yes. Okay, so you don't ever come out with like Noah's Ark on Resurrection Day or whatever. No. Now, okay. rarely I may not use one of the gospel chapters. Mm -hmm. There may be something like in the Old Testament that's predicting a prophecy of it. Mm -hmm. I may use that, but it's still always, at least on on Resurrection Sunday is always Resurrection Empty Tomb focus. Mm. Palm Sunday can vary a little bit. Have you ever heard, and I have I have it somewhere, I wish I would have remembered to show you, um, where someone has um, spliced together the Christmas story and the Easter story? I have seen something like oh, that. Yeah. Very powerful, huh? Very, very beautiful. I'll have to, I wish I would have thought of it because I would have been able to read maybe two things consecutively and then it would have made sense but um i've i've seen somebody talk about or heard and been a part of somebody talk about christmas mm -hmm. at easter oh okay and so it, that was like different you know what i mean like uh, you're talking about easter at easter but you're also talking about his birth his coming and then he's going well we were watching a good friday service mm -hmm. we were not there we watched it on online a rather large church out of our area and the pastor when he got up said that you know there would be no joy on sunday morning without the cross but there'd be no cross without the birth mm -hmm. christmas so he really tied them all together very well and then he focused on the cross because yeah. it was a good friday service I don't think I've ever really talked about Christmas at Easter very much. Well, you can next year. I'll give you the, the well, thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really, I, without, yeah. I mean, it doesn't give anything away if somebody on the podcast here, but here's it. But it's really moving. I mean, really cool. Um, let's see. What else is worth talking about holiness? Have you ever felt in your spirit that, not that you've arrived, because like no one's ever really arrived, right? But like that you, when, there's there's talk of holy hands or sorry walking in righteousness and be holy for i am holy do you think that you've gotten close i guess is really more my question do you think that you've been close to it as close as you can be to holiness on this earth oh heavens no, no. Oh, okay no i mean as, not that as I close have. as you can be <laughs> yeah on earth no no because we're always maturing sure but i do feel like i've matured i'm yeah. not in the same place yeah. i used to be so in holiness just means like sanctification you've set aside or is that and now my confusing terms no i think you're right okay so well you've got to include justification too yeah justification happens at the moment of salvation it's complete mm -hmm. and that really is what makes you holy mm -hmm. um glorification is when you get to heaven right you're glorified 
sanctification is the process, the process between the, the two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's always ongoing until we get there. Okay, I may develop that thought for another few minutes. Um, which are cooler, dinosaurs or dragons? Oh, we're on the Facebook questions, yes, which yeah. we post a question every day mm -hmm. on our Facebook page. Um, cooler, dinosaurs or dragons? I'm going to go with uh, dragons. Me too. That's what I said. You don't want to know why. Oh, really? <laughs> well, now you have to tell. Because dinosaurs never existed. What? Oh, but the dragons? And no, they don't have to. That's fine. But, but well, I think dragons. anything that can uh, blow fire, fire. And, and then also fly. Yeah, that's yeah. just freaky. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Let's see. Another Facebook question. Because I want to just kind of touch on the different things that we do talk we about. We would normally before, do in a yeah, full in our episode, little mini episode. Sure. Yeah. Um, if you could be a bird, which would you be? I wouldn't want to be a bird. What's so great about being a bird? An eagle. Yeah. You know what my aunt said? What? The pterodactyl. Uh, no, that's a good question. That that's a good funny? answer. Yeah. Yeah. Except she'd be extinct now. Yeah. But, you know, yeah other than that. Of but thank you to those who do answer the questions because we like to talk about them and then also say, hey, we do have people that answer. And, and did you answer that one? I did. I said the chicken. Really? Yeah. A chicken? Yeah, one of my own chickens. I would want to be raised by me. <laughs> We're all waiting for that. <laughs> yeah. um, any community highlights that you have? Oh, goodness. There have been several things recently yeah. um, that you participated sure. in. Uh, for us or on you know, behalf of the church. Um, do you want to talk about any of those? Sure. Well, I was, I think one of my, I mean, other than Christmas, really, my most favorite time of the year is spring in general because life is coming out of death of, of winter, right? Sure. And so to me, Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday are a remembrance completely of what Jesus has done on the cross. And so, um, bringing life to the world that is because in, in our, uh, on our own, we are dead. And so Palm Sunday is in remember, in memory, in memory of that. And so I was able to go back on Palm Sunday and yesterday Easter and view other churches, some in our area and some out of state and, um, just kind of what they do and how do they approach it? And what do they talk about? Do they talk about Christmas and Easter, you know, those kinds of things, or is it pretty much, the same pastors all, all always have, you know, a similar message, which is great, which is the, what you should talk about, you know. Um, but it's one of my favorite times of the year because of the life and you can see it. Mm -hmm. um, and so we had Palm Sunday um, celebration. Another church in town had a had a um, drama and music the Friday before that I was able to to uh, participate as and I was a viewer. I got to watch. It was really nice to see um a recommendation for us next year we should do it twice not just once if we have the I, the ability to do that because you put in so much hard work and effort and the extra time that you devote to it it's it's good to sometimes do things more than once sure. um but then we also had like the good friday prayer walk and we had um different meetings through the week um i'm trying to think we had the uh, oak street market uh which was really 
it's coming to a close and I'm happy <laughs> because it's been a long season of that. Right. But I, I think I will miss it during the summer when we do have that break because praying with people and um, just seeing other people in the community that I just don't see because I'm, I don't frequently shop at various places or eat everywhere, or, you know, I just don't see them on the daily. It's really nice to see them. And I've seen them grow from uh, September or October, whenever it started till now, sure. I've seen businesses grow these small businesses that show up the vendors, you know? Um, so it's just really, it's really been nice connecting with people and being consistently in their lives in a way and having permission to speak into their life through the power of prayer. That's been just really, um, really yeah, great. honestly, I think I've been a little surprised at how impactful a prayer booth was. Yeah. And just a little sign that says free prayer mm -hmm. and just engaging people and many that will actually walk up to you and, yes. and begin a conversation. In fact, yesterday at the uh, sunrise service, the community sunrise service, um, it had, been, it had noted that, uh, first Baptist church would have a prayer booth. And unfortunately we weren't able to set it up without, with other things going on. There was conflicts and timing. Um, so I, I did stand aside and they noted Amanda's going to be over there for anybody that with free prayer for prayer. But if you wanted to come to any of these people, so there's different um, leaders in the church kind of around the congregation at that point. And I got a message on Facebook that said, I was intimidated and I didn't come up and ask you to pray for me, but would you? Wow. And I responded and said, of course, what it would be an honor. What would you want me to talk to God about? And so this person shared with me, um, something going concerns, some heart issues. And so I said, yeah, I'll pray for you right now. Amen. Yeah. That's cool. So it, yeah. It was really, it was really neat. Now, did you know them? I did not. Friends? I wouldn't be okay. able to pick them out of a crowd. No. Nope. Wow. Yeah. Total stranger. But because I was tagged in the post, sure. they, they could see that I reach out to me and I had posted my family picture on Facebook so they could associate. I was the person in the dress and that must be her. You know what I mean? That kind of a thing. Uh, it's easy to find, <laughs> which might not be a good thing. But yeah, the trust, like I have said before, the trust, the confidence that we've been able to have in our community just through this. The consistency uh, of being yes, out there. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, really, really good stuff. Yeah, Oak Street and Easter Plays and Musicals are what I had put down there. And then we had the sunrise service here. Yes, yeah. Which was wonderful. Well My attended, but enjoy, enjoy the it. sun came up. Yeah. You know, over the good tree. weather. Good weather. Mm -hmm. Followed that up with a wonderful breakfast and fellowship. Yeah. And of course, the regular uh, Sunday morning activities after yeah. that. It was a good day. Yeah, it was a very good day. I felt um, like sort of the question I had asked did I feel holier in a, in, at points? Yes. Especially when I'm interceding for somebody. I sure. really, there's something about the selflessness of the moment but then i'm in, i mean as soon as i'm amening i'm like oh there i am again dirty dog <laughs> you know because it is it, you're not there yet on this earth i'm not there and i and i understand and that. that's okay oh it, it really, is yeah. it is okay and, and the easter message that um the pastor gave for the community center service was you cannot be hopeless on easter mm. of all the days of the year this is the day of hope and i I guess I needed it in the moment, but it's funny. I was the, the boisterous one there. You wouldn't really believe it, but I was, I was like, amen. And like, nobody else is doing it. I'm like, man. And even yesterday in your message, I thought, gosh, I want to stand up. I think James does a lot. I think that's his name. The other guy. 
Um, yeah, I wanted to stand up on the last time you were going to say he is risen. I was going to be like, and I, you know, in my mind, I immediately sat right back down. I was like, nobody's going to do it with me. But you also sort of whispered it. I did on the last one. Yeah. And I was like, I was the Lord. I mean, I was feeling heat. I got a hot flash because the Lord was like, he's going to say it loud. So stand up. And I was like, oh, he didn't. <laughs> that was a good deal of interaction yesterday. Yes, yeah, yeah it was, it was good. good. But in regard to holiness, we might have to, okay, in regard to holiness, I think that Holy Week should be just that, if we recognize it as that, the Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday uh, episode of Jesus's life sure. on, on earth. Um there's so much that can be said in, in the different scriptures and gospel that talks about it, but it is within reach when you're, when you're connected to God, either through prayer um, and then immediately uh, leaving this earth, mm. you're in the presence of holiness, you know? Right. So um, I don't know. Any, anything else? Well, I think you can feel, the closer you get to God, the more maybe holy you feel. Yeah. But also the more aware of your imperfection you feel. Yeah. So it's kind of both sides at the same time. So as we're wrapping up in the next 45 seconds, thank you for joining us on this 30-minute journey of Holy Week, which really we didn't touch any points, but you can read about it in your Gospels. There's a whole lot yeah, that happens between a whole Palm lot Sunday and Easter Sunday. Yep, and, it, and we loved, we laughed, we learned. Um, in this brief time, and we thank you for joining us. Catch us next week. Hopefully, we'll be at the um, Opera House in our studio and uh, talking about something else that we can love, laugh, learn about. And once we're in our studio and the time is set, if you want to come by yeah, while we're there, Visitors. feel free. Please do. Thanks for joining us today on the Sam and Amanda Show podcast, where we love, laugh, and learn together. Try to find us on all the social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, even. Find us, like us, share us, and listen to us next time.